People like to have fun during the holidays. You know what's not fun? Returning an ugly sweater. Don't give anyone an ugly sweater this year. Give choice gift cards from giftcards.com instead, and they can pick their own sweater from some of their favorite brands. It's genius. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the sidelines. This is your boy, Alan C., and the place to be. What's good, everybody? Unashamed Herb here. Welcome to Sideline Talk. Yes, sir. What's up, Al? What's going on, brother? I'm trying to stop the music. <laughs> <laughs> trying to stop the music. Hold on, hold on. There you go. There you go. Try and get to it. Mm, mm, mm. Yo, this chill. Oh, man. My fault, my fault, my fault. I'm slipping. <laughs> There we go. There we go. All right, there we go. This shit is too high. Right now, come on. Who is this? <laughs> Ain't nobody important. You should be listening anyway. What's happening, man? Life. <laughs> NBA is back. NBA is so back. I, Sports I've is been back. Enjoying this weekend. Sports is back. So I'm not. Taking anything for granted. If I can run up on any type of game, I don't care what it is. I'm watching it. Facts. It's crazy. NBA get back. NFL training camp is underway. And then baseball mess up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's, that's man. Crazy. We want to like, watch baseball anyway. But there we go. I mean, I watch. I watch it. Like, like I said, I'm watching anything that... That's back. I was watching Korean baseball. I was fiending for sports so bad. <laughs> was you watching it or was it on? No, I was watching. I was starting to get into to a little bit of it. <laughs> Trying to find the next Ichiro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell they saying or what's going on, but. <laughs> Yo, I wish, I wish like Japanese wrestling was on like national on like national TV. Mm. Cause I love the commentators. You know, shabba da da da. My man Tanaki be rocking. I'm like, yo, you still got Tanaki over there. Right, I used to love that, man. <laughs> but man, let's let's get straight to it, man. Ah, I'll let you have your rent. Oh, get your rent out the way. Cause I got a rent too, but mine's about basketball. Okay. So, how much you get your rent out? So, we're going to start with football and people saying cancel the season and this is going to happen. You can't put them in the bubble and this, this, and this. Right? Okay. That's cool. But you got players like Odell Beckham who says the players are, or not, I'm sorry, not the players, the owners are using them as pretty much as pawns. They don't care what happens. You have the option of opting out, Odell. Like, you do know that. You still have the option of opting out until later this week. So, I'm, I thought it was Wednesday. Then I'm hearing that it could get pushed back to Thursday or Friday for people to opt out. Right. So, my, th- my deal is this. Everybody who's alive during this pandemic has to make moves. 
everybody has to change and adjust to their natural way of doing things. Nothing is normal anymore. <laughs> like, to do the show, like, I had to change right. locations. We haven't been in the office since March. Exactly. We've been doing it from home. We ever had sports, and somehow, well, I know how, we, we just, Matthew twenty three twelve says, don't, you know, those who will be humble, those who are humble, those who aren't humble will be humble, basically. Right. To, to paraphrase that. But we're the best. We know the sports thing in and out. We're the best. Exactly. So that's how we could do a show from March to, to August, pretty much, with no sports. Because we, we know exactly. what we do. We got a passion for what we're doing. But it's still an adjustment period. Right. So don't expect anything to be normal. Like, I'm expecting a long football season. Like... Rightfully so. Like, I'm not expecting... Like, when I say long football season, I'm expecting the Super Bowl to be played till damn near March. Because you no, have no, to no, adjust. No, no. You have you to... Have. No, you have to adjust. <laughs> I see multiple bye weeks. Like, this going to be postponed so here. This can move to here. Like, you have to adjust. There's no way around it. But people I, try to find problems instead of finding solutions. One solution, yeah, you may not be able to put one person... Oh, sorry, one... Big bubble for every NFL team, but you have junior colleges that you could put people in a bubble with. You got thirty, you got sixteen different bubbles that you could have, and have two teams going that bubble, quarantine themselves. Like just find solutions, not trying to find problems in something that's already problematic. Like <laughs> yeah, I, I would think um, people would feel. The fans and even some of the players would feel a little more um, optimistic about the season going on, the NFL season going on, just by looking at how the NBA is handling things. Mm-hmm. As far as as far as the fact that you know when you're performing, you're exchanging sweat and you you know you're 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 working hard and all that, and not one player has been tested positive. Mm-hmm. You know, some could say that's you know that's because they, that can be credit to the safety um, parameters that the NBA has taken, mm-hmm. and then also they quarantining themselves afterwards, and it's working. Right. So who's to say you know the NFL can't do the same thing? Obviously, um, Odell, I guess you gotta shout out his publicist. You know, kind of backtracking the reports that came out earlier saying you know some money league, you know, surprisingly even playing. Mm-hmm. Saying he said this two, three weeks ago before you seen the Browns facility and how safe it actually is. So I'm like, even if he'd seen that it's safe, if he felt so passionate about, you know, this being the money league, why are you playing? Why you ain't opt out? You you not right? you ain't opt you out. Can opt out. They, <laughs> they ain't forcing you. Right. Like, but bro. the reason you ain't opt out is money. You making money. Right. Like, <laughs> so like like you love the game, I get that. Right. So do Damian Williams, he love the game. You know, so do everybody else who opted out. Right. You know what I mean? It's just they chose a different, chosen for whatever reason it was. If you felt so strongly about the only reason the owners are, are, are pushing the league is for money, then take a stand and say, right. "No, nah, I'm not going to play." I don't get it. But I, I feel as though when he looked, he stepped in the, in the building was like, you know what, this actually going to work, and we're going to rock with it. And I feel the same way. It's, I think it's going to work. 
I don't expect the extra bye weeks and all of that. I, I, I mean, I'm just getting my mom prepared for it. Like, right, ain't nothing like waiting all week for a game that not gonna happen. <laughs> but yeah, you, I can you, expect you're that. for the best, but expecting the worst. Right. So take that approach. I understand. Right. But I'm like, if like you got to think these these teams are are thinking of everything to keep the players safe, even when it comes down to traveling. Thankfully, we it's a sport that has billions of dollars. And they charter their own planes. Right. So you've been finding ways to keep that, you know, safe. You know what I mean? So it's going to, I think it's going to happen. And it's going to be great. And I'm excited. Um, Ravens news. Uh, Jacob Reed, who's that? Jacob Reed, I want to say last Tuesday or so. Uh, Ravens put out, he's not going to be able to play this year. Still recovering from the torn ACL. Um, but the Ravens had a whole tight end. They picked up Jarrell Adams, tight end. You know, he was dog in South Carolina. Then went on to the Jets. I'm sorry, not the Jets, the Giants, um, Saints, and what's the other team? Texans. Okay. I haven't even had a chance to watch him yet. You haven't seen Jarrell Adams? I don't remember. My am over with names, so I don't remember. This draft was like, this is probably like our first year of doing it, of like covering the draft. First or second year, something around it. Okay. Of like really, you know, putting like scouting and scouting and all. Right. Right. Yeah, I think this might have been the first year. Hold on, what's you view them as you know more of a blocking tight end. Yeah. So you got some size on them, six five ish. You know, like two seventy ish, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. But interesting pick. He's not more of a. Uh, he's not the true. Receiving threat like um, Mark Andrews, but he, he's a block. He, he's a solid blocking tight end. It makes you wonder what's the direction the Ravens are going. It's kind of keeping you know people guessing because right. last season we seen them you know three tight ends a lot and run heavy. Whereas this season, I'm expecting them to throw the ball a lot more than what people think. I hope so. I mean, people were playing Lamar like he can't make this throw, he can't make that throw. Okay. I hope they do. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay. I ain't even got to argue with Thank you for bringing that up. Did you see, I forgot um, where I seen it at. Uh, oh, my gosh. Was it ESPN? I know I seen it on ESPN, but I'm trying to think where was the, the polling from. Sure. Yes, I've seen that. And Lamar Jackson is a tier two quarterback. Yeah. At this stage of his career, Tom Brady is a tier two quarterback. Mm. And the tier ones ahead of Lamar was guys like Breeze, Rogers, um, Watson, Mahomes, Wilson, and I think it was one. I think that might have been it. It was like six people on tier two. Tier one. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Ring was Watson at tier one. Right. And I, I thought it was, I thought it's another shot. I'm like, keep the shots coming. Right. Keep it, keep it, keep it coming, please. Like, please keep it coming. This is my thing about Lamar, and while I graded his work after an A when when scouting him, 
the two A's that I gave him was athleticism and work ethic. And the reason I gave him those A's is because after winning a Heisman Trophy, he didn't rest on his laurels as I'm a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. He said, no, I need to work on this, need to work on this, need to work on this to get better. And the same thing happened from year one to year two. Yeah, I was in the playoffs, but I need to work on this, 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 and this to get better. So from year two to year three, yeah, I'm an MVP, but I need to work on this, this, and this to get to where I want to be. Because the MVP wasn't the goal. The trophy, that, that Super Bowl ring was the goal. <laughs> and he's going to work his ass off until he gets there. And right. I believe it worked his ass off even past that. Like, that's just something that Lamar, I don't have to worry about with Lamar as far as his work ethic. Like, it's just, it's there. <laughs> you yeah. say something to him, he don't take it as, well, you just, you just hate him. He'll take every type of criticism like, okay, this, this is what I need to do. Now. This is what I need to do. Like, certain people just don't have the, the thick skin to, even if you know it's complete BS, to be like, okay, bro, this is what I need to work on. He don't take it to heart like a lot of quarterbacks would do. Right. And then on top of it, it's like, it's not something that you have told him that he finds accurate about himself that he hasn't told himself already. Exactly. Exactly. I just feel like he's a realist about his game. He knows what he needs to work on. I've seen the work from like I said from year two to year three in in college. So from year two to year three in the NFL I I expect the same thing.
person jersey and it's a team I haven't watched on this season and it said justice on it I'm swearing I'm looking up and down the goddamn roster for justice like yo who the justice <laughs> I don't want to be Andre Iguodala and just say 30, number 38 is nice no nigga who, right. who, who is justice like <laughs> I forgot who it was but I was like yo that's not his name that's just a statement I think that was Ricardo Williams that made the free throws. But I don't know. It was a light skin name. Light skin Denver. Eva Murray or Ricardo Williams. Murray out. Yeah, that's it. 
<laughs> so I was hearing a lot about him again. Like I said, this is probably my first time watching the Nuggets. I watched this game when it first came on. So this is probably my first time watching the Nuggets today. So I, I asked about Bull Bull because I'm saying his name pop up a lot. The light skin guy, who you thinking of? That hit the, was hitting the free throw. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to assume because I'm not looking at it right now. I'm only going to assume you're talking about Michael Porter. Michael Porter. That's that's the name I was trying to say. Michael Porter went off. He got mm-hmm. 35 tonight. 35 and 11. Three missed shots. That's the name I was trying to say. I'm watching Michael it on mute. Porter. I've been watching it on oh, mute since I was working earlier today. And, and seeing the flake and cake connection next year. Yeah, but this this should be dope. Wall and Bill with them. The Wizards should be dope. They they like they trending in the right direction for sure. Um, last night, shout out to my man Scoop Jackson. Mm-hmm. Scoop Jackson, Scoop the man. He put up a he put together you know the timeline if you will of the beef between Giannis and James Harden leading up to the game last night. And it was well done. Very well done. Um, And it's funny because you are the big Giannis fan. Mm -hmm. I I think he's good. I'm probably the biggest James Harden fan there is. I just started liking James probably last year. True. 
watch it for yourself and you know make your own narrative. Mm-hmm. If you just listening to the ESPNs, the NBA TVs, or whatever, whatever, and then you retort what they say, then you fall into the the trap. For those fans who has been brainwashed that James Harden do not play defense and that Mike D'Antoni isn't a defense, like, don't care about defense. Mm-hmm. Please, just watch. Just watch. Like, in Mike D'Antoni's case, I never understood how a coach that had Sean Marion, Amari Stoudemire, Roger Bell, Leandro Barbosa, Boris Diaw, Quentin Richardson, Tim Thomas at one point, and who else? Stephen Hunter, like, how do you not consider defense? Like, yeah. all those guys play, play both ways. Like, what are we doing? Like, how, like, and, and we're successful at it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't get how his mindset wasn't on defense when I seen them. I seen them and with that small ball lineup keep Shaq from touching the ball for a whole quarter. A whole quarter. You keep Shaq from touching the ball. Mm-hmm. That's defense. You know what I mean? Right. Like, come on. Like this, like, this is prime, like, towards the end of his prime Shaq. This is like as soon as he get traded in Miami Shaq. Mm-hmm. Up to win the ring Shaq. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, cool. And then if James Harden, like, if you sit there and watch James Harden in this bubble, and you tell me he do not play defense, you are truly being biased. Uh, what you want that's to- why I would say James Harden has impressed me. Because like, we all know what James Harden could do scoring. We all know what James Harden doing that offensive side of the ball is. Damn near second to none, all time. Like, <laughs> correct, correct. What impressed me is him and Russ actually buying into defense, and they've been strapping up. Again, I don't. I'm not the biggest Westbrook fan at all. I just think he's very inefficient. Um, but in this bubble, they played together and bought into defense these two games. And grind bit. It's a very limited sample size that I have of the Rockets, but they look like they bought in the defense. I don't want to say just in the bubble, but I'll, I'll say for the season because I haven't watched it. Like, yo, just watch him play. Like, where was his 
Yeah, but I'm, well, was it? Was a spark on both ends when he put him in. Okay. Ain't nothing changed in this game defensively. Like he still gives the effort there. It's just like his offense is so innovative. Right. And I'm gonna say that his offense is so innovative. It's like you look forward to that, and it's like you, like you may forget about his defense. But if you really sat down and watched him play, like, yo, Shorty is a dog. And the stuff he do on the court, the stuff he has been coming up with, it's like, you gotta, you gotta, like, put it up there as, as an innovator. Like, Steph changed the game by shooting long threes, right? Mm-hmm. At, at an efficient rate, to the point where it's now, um, if you take a, a deep two, a deep mid-range, it's considered a bad shot. You just step behind the line and shot the three. Right. Change the game in that way. <laughs> James Harden took the Euro step to a whole nother level. Mm. He took the step back jumper to a whole nother level. Yeah, that step back is deadly. Like, I was going to be mentioned with, like, the Skyhook and MJ right. Kobe Fade. Like, this James it's, step back is up there with that. <laughs> Offensively, he's second to none. I ain't got no issue, no beef, no. I used to think, of, like I said, I used to think it was personal. But Harden, every time we see him, they'll give my spot 40, 43. No, y'all give everybody 43. That's just, that's just him. <laughs> Yo, he just loved to hoop. He loved to work on his game. And, and like, I'm, I'm the one who ain't ashamed to say it. If somehow the Lakers get knocked out, I'm rooting for Houston <laughs> over everybody. I won't be mad at Houston. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I won't be mad. Mad at Clippers, who won? I won't be mad. You be mad at Clippers. And Clippers and Boston. I'll be I understand. Clippers. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna ruffle some feathers with this one though. Giannis went MVP, right? Right. And you know, I, I've been, I've, I've said um, before, when you watch Giannis play. It's not like it's a. It's not the most impressive thing to watch. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what does he do well? He's like he's still learning how to. Still can't shoot. Yeah. Like we seen him lose in the in the playoffs last year because he couldn't get in the paint. They wore him off, and that was it. He was totally shut out, right? Mm-hmm. But I realized what his greatest. Like his skill is, because when you look at him, you think he's not skilled. He just he can dunk. Like what James said before, he's tall and can dunk. <laughs> it was kind of it was valid to the naked eye, <laughs> but his energy level is his skill set. His energy level. That's it. Like no one. What have you ever seen Giannis tired or not working? Exactly. Not <laughs> <laughs> yo, I'm watching like yo. He plays at a pace where it's like he could go 
full speed, like Westbrook, the bigger version. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or he could play at a, at a nice, even pace and and just dominate the glass, chain shots to a degree, and just get his buckets. You know, with his with his dunks, with his layups. That's it. Mm-hmm. But his, his skill set is literally energy. It's literally energy. He's not a great ball handler. He's not a great shooter. He doesn't have a close game. He's not a great passer. He's not great at changing shots. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he's good at all of those, though. He's at least good at all of those. Except for shooting. That's what I'm saying. His energy makes it good. Like, like nothing, nothing you say, you know what, I think of Giannis, I think of this. Like, you think Steph Curry, you think that's a gifted shooter. But he's great at shooting. I don't think Giannis yeah, maybe. You think of Kevin Durant, it's like he's great at damn near everything. Right. He's, he's a great scorer. Right. He's Melo, a great scorer. Dane Lillard, a great scorer. They have things that they're great at, yeah. But I don't think Giannis has anything that he's great at, but I think he's good at everything except shooting. It kind of sounds like you are diminishing him to like a Draymond Green type of player. No, 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 and that's the difference. <laughs> Draymond, see, and that's that's the flip flop. Draymond Green is actually like when I think of his skill set, it's a floor general. Draymond sees the floor extremely well. That's why the offense works so well. That's why Steph can be labeled as the point guard, but they can lose to the Cavs. They could lose to the Cavs, and the biggest reason be like the Cavs only won because they had Draymond play one game. Because he runs the show. You see what I'm saying? His greatest attribute is he a floor general. He sees it both. He sees both ends of the floor extremely well. Okay. You, you understand? That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I'm, I don't have no. I don't really have a rebuttal to that. I just think, like his. Yeah, I don't know, like. Draymond is somebody that I would say is not really great at one thing either. He just... He's average to good at everything. 
Like he's an average shooter. He's a good defender. He's average. I think he's an average ball handler. I don't see good or great with ball handling. He's an average passer. All right, so let me ask you this: How can you see that with Draymond Green and not see the exact same stuff in Giannis? Because Giannis is better. <laughs> Why? That's what I'm saying. He's good. Giannis is at a good level. Draymond is a level under that. So I would say it would be average. Wait, if Giannis in a one-on-one situation, 
occasions last night was one on one with Giannis and one of them get to the rim, he put up the dumbest shot in the world. Mm-hmm. Even the last, the um, what was it, down two, and they caught a timeout, drew a play for Giannis. He drove the lane and was stuck because he couldn't bully his way in and turned the ball over. He tried to throw it in the corner, telegraphed it, picked it off by right. Daniel House. Right. Like, it's no. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm a Giannis fan. I see the potential. I'm rooting for the potential. It's just right now, it's like, damn. The only skill he has, and I love it, is his effort and energy. That's a, that's a skill like that many don't have. Many don't have that. Um, put it this way: if it's effort, energy, and work ethic, okay. that's his greatest skill. That's how you can get drafted at what 17, 18, and be 6'10, like 135 pounds, you look like, mm-hmm. and then turn into the Greek god right. each year. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I don't, it just sounds like, I don't know, it sounds like. It sounds wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, like what Bart Scott, what Bart Scott said about uh, Ed and Troy. That ain't sound wrong. Milo is a better linebacker than Ed Reed, but that's about it. You talk to safety, ain't no way near close. I trust Troy Pyle and Milo close to my line, but I don't trust Troy Pyle and Milo backing up my defense. I didn't know there was still a discussion. Like I thought that discussion, was, I thought that discussion was over in like 2006. Like I didn't know there was still a discussion. No, you'd be surprised with people nowadays, man. <laughs> like I put that to bed 13, 14 years ago. Like no, he's clearly better. Totally surprised with him. But the eight interception year, I'm like yeah, he's. John, better. stop it! I'm a fan of, of Giannis. <laughs> sounds like, well, sorry, when you say energy, it sounds like he's just out there running around doing nothing. <laughs> you say he had no skill but energy. No, he's like, not. Like, when you look at him, he's not. Like, 
some other skills with it. My God. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's a, yo, it's no lie. It's a fact. You hook at the you got a great shooter. He don't see the court well. He, like, like, rebounding, defense, that's all energy to begin with. That's all right. effort to begin with. Right. And he's solid at that. Like, like, come on. I ain't, I ain't saying nothing wrong. You not, it just, when you hear it and you process it, it sounds different. That's all. Now, now look on the flip side. Somebody who's super skilled, like a, um, I'm gonna I'm go, I'm gonna throw it back a bit. I'm gonna throw it, I'm gonna throw it back. You throw it, hit you with a throwback. Isaiah Ryder. Okay. Super skilled. To the point where he is sweet, but people don't even realize how much of a bucket Isaiah Ryder was. Mm. Yeah. But the work ethic didn't add up. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, Isaiah Ryder was definitely a bucket in Minnesota. He's a good role player. I think he got a ring with the Lakers. If not, he was there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you say good role player, but you look at the Minnesota years. Yeah, those Minnesota years, he was a he was a good ball player. Put up forties, like you yeah. know. Yeah, he was a, he was a bucket in Minnesota. I'm rooting for Giannis. It's just, you know. Mm. It ain't quite there yet. I don't know. It sounds a little. <laughs> it just sounds different. That's all. It just sounds it's different. different. It's different. That's what it is. It's different. Like, for that, all right, another one. Joel and B. That's He makes me mad. Still. Super skilled. He makes me mad. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You got all the all goddamn the tools. <laughs> you got every right. tool available. Just put together some work out there. <laughs> Yo, just flip it. Just flip the two. Like, give give MB Giannis work ethic. Ain't a big man in the league that can stop him. None whatsoever. With his skill set and Giannis work ethic, is over. To the NFL season, yeah, because I kind of answered that a little bit differently. I, 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 no, I answered it how it will be at the end of the season to me. Hold up, oh, wait, 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 wait. Your top five period is who you also see at the end. My top five idea of not necessarily right now, but how I predict their season going. All right, that will make them top five. So number one would be Kittle. I put Kittle over Kelsey for the simple fact that he's block. He's a better blocker. All right, wait, wait, wait. Before you continue, before you continue, how you see that season going? So you factor in like quarterback play, line, just their production. Y'all you, understand it as, as I get towards four and five. Let me put it that All way. Right, All right. So one. Like I said, it's Kittle just because he's a better blocker than Kelsey to me. 
but it's not that far off. Two was Kelsey, obviously, as I said, it's not that far off. So two will be Kelsey. He's dangerous in that system, perfect for that system. He just does a block as well as Kelsey. The only reason he's not number one. Number three, Mark Andrews. Like he blocks. He does everything that those other two do. He just don't do. He doesn't block as well as Kittle. He doesn't. He's not as fast or as dynamic as Kelsey. But he's good enough to do what both of them do at a high level. <laughs> okay. Four. I got David and Joku at four. <laughs> I got him at no, four. Based on season, mm-hmm. I had Njoku in mind. <laughs> so, that's why I'm laughing. All right, go ahead. I got him at four. I think they're going to use him and Austin Hooper a little bit differently. And Stefanski is going to lead, run the ball. Hooper's not that afraid of a blocker, so I feel like they're going to lean more on Njoku to do the dirty work. Mm-hmm. And five, Hayden Hurst. And that Atlanta system... Wide open, throwing the ball more. He's at that tight end, ain't no doubt about it. He got receivers that's going to open up the field for him. I got Hayden Hurst finishing top five as far as production. All right, so who's your top five tight ends in the league? I'll keep the same three. Four. I don't want to say about for one season during Waller, but he's actually been balling like since he got away from Baltimore. So it's I, one it might be four. <laughs> it's one season. <laughs> I said I don't want to raise really head off of one season. Wait, wait, wait. Since he since he got clean. Since he got clean, let, let, let's put it that way. That's right. Baltimore ain't nothing to do it. He just wasn't clean. You saved me fifty cents. You right. <laughs> Training camp started, so I, I can't say anything about John. Or else we're gonna call you right. fifty. So you you just saved me fifty cent. Thank you. Right. We seen what he we, we heard we read the story what he was taking. We believe what he could do, but yeah. he just couldn't do hair and stay clean. Get, so right, right. He got help. He got the help he needed. Got clean and he's productive. So it's tough. I would put him at four, but five is like you got. Freight, you got um, Evan Ingram, you got so many different people that are, that's there. Like, tight ends is really a glamour position again. Like, when we grew up, they had Shannon Sharp and Tony G. Like, tight end is really the glamour position again. <laughs> it once right. was. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave my five how I had it and just think that's, that's how it's going to go. Kittles, Kelsey, Mark, and Joe Cool, Hayden Hurst. All right, that's how you see it. How, that's how you see it going. Yeah. Having the best season. That'd be the top five. And then your top five going into the season, you have it as Kittle, Kittle, uh, Kelsey, Kelsey I- Andrews, Darren Waller, and you ain't give me a fifth. Yeah, because I'm. It's tough. It's too many tight ends, bro. Like I said, it's a glamour right, position. It's too many. All right. All I'm saying is you disrespect me. I 
talking about disrespectful. Who am I, who am I leaving out? So all I'm gonna say is you disrespectful. Who do I leave out? In both, in both lists, you disrespectful. And I, my family say disrespect. I'm gonna charge it to, um, too many tight ends that you just not thinking about. Who do I leave out? How the hell you ain't got Zach Ertz on any list? Ooh, you right. Right. Like, what? <laughs> Zach Ertz will be my four right now. He will be number four for me right now. I understand. So right now, I would say at one. It's way too many tight ends. Like anybody, because yeah. you use them so many different ways. You have this tight end that's just straight block, and like Nick Boyle may be one of the best, if not the best, blocking tight end. Yes, Lord. And that's what he's used for. Yeah. So. And he got short hands too. I'll, I'll leave it at the best blocking tight end. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'm just saying he probably like one drop his whole career, maybe two drops his whole career. Ain't nobody throwing the ball. <laughs> he just got his first touchdown. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, man, he just got his first touchdown week nine last year. Like, ain't nobody throwing him the ball. Look, man, stop stop it. Stop it. Stop it. If they not throwing him the ball because he can't catch, I'll say it that way. <laughs> I mean, you ain't got chances to drop it if you ain't getting on the ball either. Yeah, like I said, there's so many different roles. I can't say that one tight end is better at their role. Right. You have like a phenomenal of different roles there. Understand. All right. I'll go first with the next one. Top five corners. Um, I'll say this: the um the next four corners, because number one. Actually, no. I got to say, because a lot of people want to have him number one for some dumb reason. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is number one. Mm-hmm. Number two. 
two, I'm going with. Damn. I'm going with White, number two. Because mm. I don't think he gave up. I don't think he gave up a touchdown this year. Or maybe like one or so. And then just like. Sammy, 
<laughs> talked to Sammy Watkins beforehand, before the game. And, he's, and Sammy was telling him, like, yo, you release inside of Richard Sherman, you're going to beat him. Hmm. Period. And it was like, damn. And it was funny, like, like yeah, he beat him so bad inside, <laughs> he, he had to fight to get back with his stem. Like, hold up. Like, hmm. like, bro, you so far in, it's like, you keep going to the whole different route. Right. <laughs> you got a great release, and then you did exactly what you teach young wide receivers. Stack, stack your corner. Yeah, get back with your stem, stack them <laughs> up, and it's over. Yeah, Richard Sherman, Richard Sherman is still a dog. I think he's still maybe second team all pro. If they have a second team. Yeah, I think he, I think he was second team. So, a lot of. Hmm. I ain't going. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I could put somebody over Jair, but I don't know. Jair was strapped. Yeah. I mean, I like Jair. I mean, I like him at Louisville. Yo, did he? He ain't made the top 100, did he? Who? Jair. I don't think so. I was snug. Oh, snap. Niggas gonna put Tannehill in, but leave out Kevin Byard. Like, all right. <laughs> Y'all was snug. <laughs> wow. But, um, they said the, the top 100, the players vote for, vote for that, um, like, mid-season. If you yeah. will, like, well, late season. Yeah, I heard they vote for in November, and they're only uh, writing down, like, the top 20. Right, so that's, you know, mm. it's kind of understandable why some of the names are on the list. But I at guess. the same time, it's not, and it's, no, it's not understandable. It's not. I'll take that back. It's not. It's not. It's not. Because, like, to have Tannehill on the list. Tannehill, all right, so at that point, it's understandable having Tannehill. That's understandable. If you did it in November, because they was hot. Tannehill. Yeah, well, I think he just came in. I thought it was October. Like, late October, they went on the run. Yeah, late October. Like, he ain't even played a full month yet in in Tennessee. All right, it it depends on (laughs) what week in November that he did this. Was like after Thanksgiving, during Thanksgiving? Mm. It gotta cool. be. It gotta be somewhere. Maybe they I mean, you know far as out that first month, that's right, but yeah. I mean, if you look at Tennessee, let me put it this way. My scouting report for when we played Tennessee. Stop Derrick Henry. Don't go into Kevin Bayer. <laughs> that's, my, that's my scouting report when I go into it. Gavin Byers is going to pick at least two passes right. off of us. That's just how that happens. <laughs> I, I get all that. But, I mean, it's still stopped Derrick Henry. But, Tannehill was putting up some numbers early on. Like, I think they voted after the, the Kansas City game. And that's why Tannehill was on the list. You say he, played, he had a good first month, and then they just... Like, Henry took off after that. I mean, he was balling the whole season, but he got yeah. that last final push for a rushing title. 
Because Tannehill was, was balling. A.J. Brown was balling out there. Yeah. I was surprised, like, I'm so surprised, like, Jaya went on the list. I'm surprised Eddie Jackson went on the list. Mm. I'm surprised uh, Mark Andrews. You let all the time touchdowns. Wow. Huh? I didn't know Mark wasn't on that. I, I didn't keep No, Mark Andrews wasn't. That was a little surprising. Um, Carson Wentz, like, how the hell Wentz wasn't on the list? That was surprising. It was quite a few, but. So, um, NBA news, I believe. Is it Dallas? I believe it Dallas wins. I think Dallas clinches clinches their spot with a win. Was it Dallas I was reading? Mm. Damn, who was it? Because ah. we got speeding games going on. I can't. Mm. I forgot if it was Dallas or not, but. Any surprise? Oh, I'll say it this way. How confident are you with your uh, finals pick? Now that the season started back up and you get to watch players, how confident are you with your finals matchup? Not at all. <laughs> with neither Not team? Um, what I said, it was Lakers and Bucks, Bucks right? Bucks still have a chance. But Lakers, I'm not like I'm not happy with what I'm saying. I'm just <laughs> not happy with. I'm just, gotcha. I don't know. We can't score at all. Like it's not the '90s. You're not gonna score 90 points. I think you got a dub. Like I need to see these numbers will be up to like 112, 118. Okay. And Anthony Davis need. I need more points from Anthony Davis. Damn. Man. In the fourth quarter, sorry. I need, I need let me finish the statement. <laughs> I need more fourth quarter points from Anthony Davis. <laughs> like geez. that's the caveat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, it's good to have first half points. Like that keeps you in the game, and it, it literally kept us in the game with with um, oh, LA. But what do you have? What, he had 34 that night? But he had 30, yeah, 34 that night. 32 was in the first three quarters. Yeah, he, he only <laughs> shot the ball once in the, in the fourth. Took two free throws. <laughs> he made two free throws in the fourth quarter. I'm like, yo, look. Yeah, understand. <laughs> <laughs> like, understand. I believe he's a top five player, but for me to really, really believe he's a top five player, I need fourth quarter buckets. <laughs> Shit, I said he was a top two player. Damn sure, yeah. <laughs> but I need, I need more fourth quarter buckets. I don't know if it's the rotation how we doing it, but Bron go to the bench and we go down ten points like that. Like I'm just not happy with my squad right now. I need, mm. I need more points. Danny Green ain't gonna be out there making open threes. He just a six seven paperweight. Like what the like <laughs> you doing nothing out there? You ain't out making up wide open threes for me. Who's that? Danny Green. Oh, 
Yeah, he's super streaky. And we know Kuzma's super streaky. Right. <laughs> right. That's Man. a streak either way. <laughs> you see that? You, you hear what you're saying? Imagine if, if Kuzma, like, being as streaky as he was, imagine if he had, if, if energy and effort was a skill set for him. <laughs> you're on that one. I'm just... I'm just proving to how that's an underrated skill. <laughs> I don't know if it's energy and effort. It's, at some point, <laughs> at some point, it got to be IQ. You got to have your head in the game at some point. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yo. It's certain people that can play without their head in the game. You can will yourself to a bucket at times. Some people can play without their head in the game. Lord knows I don't ask your girl McGee to, to think out there. Please don't think. Stop. Please don't think. Just, Stop. Don't believe the media. Just get the ball and, and go. Don't think out there. Don't believe the media. Don't believe it. Adam. I don't need JaVel McGee out there making decisions, bro. I just Adam, don't. Don't believe it, man. JaVel's still underrated. He a bucket if he ain't got to think. <laughs> I, he, I'm just saying, he's still un- defensively, he's still underrated. He'll he stop, but just don't make him think. Like, don't. Put him in a situation where he got to think. I got this option or this option. No, your option is catch the ball and dunk. That's that's your option. Oh, nah. That's funny. I swear he catch the ball at the top of the key. I'm nervous. I'm like, oh, my God. They're going to make this nigga think out here. I'm not. <laughs> he got a nice little touch. Let me just shoot it. He did actually get better at shooting. Yeah, just shoot it. Like, he can shoot. Shoot that damn ball. But, um... I feel like we overpassing a lot too. Who's that? I feel like the whole team is overpassing a lot. Like they're overthinking. Well, well they did on um in the rap was just like yo, like make the shot. Not only that, I thought the Raptors game was. Um, I thought they lost the Raptors game in the first three possessions. They come out flat with no energy. Yeah. Like, when the Lakers are, like, playing with energy and, like, how they did, how they came out against the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, hell no. Clippers ain't got a chance. Like, Lakers gonna win this. And you come out flat, it's like, uh-oh. Like, y'all, I don't know if it's because, like, the group of players they got together, you can't afford to come out flat. Right. You can't. It's just that simple. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't that deep where, y'all ain't that deep. And I guess at this point, um, the coach, I don't see the coach well. At this point, you don't trust Dion Waiters enough to come in and just instantly get buckets. Like how a Lou Will would for the Clippers. Right. So, you can't afford to start cold. Um, but I think I, I, picked, I picked Philly, right? Didn't I pick Philly, Philly as a surprise? In the East, well, I can't remember my pick. So I think I, I think Philly. I'm gonna be fair. Only reason I, I really wanted to pick Toronto. Only reason I picked Philly is because I thought somehow it was gonna click for them. Mm-hmm. But to see Joel and Shake Milton about to fight on the bench. Oh, 
experience you had. I, I, I want to go back against it, but I'm going to stick with it. Like, Joe also had 40 and 21. Insane. You literally mentioned that. Insane. I'm still going to stick with Philly, but only reason I didn't pick Toronto is because I thought, and I still think, um, Siakam is nice. Yeah. But he ain't at that point yet to take over games when need be. And then, you know, I'm probably like a big, I'm probably the biggest Kyle Lowry fan in America. A lot of people think he phony. I'm like, shorty nice. But playoff time, he showed me what he do. He'd go off and then he'd just disappear. So I can't rely on him down the stretch. Van Vliet, He'll bucket, but then he undersized. Yeah, man, we so, played well today against Miami. Yeah, yeah, 36, like, eight, seven, eight threes. Yeah. He'll bucket, but he undersized. You can you can scheme him out, you know, down the stretch. So that's why I went with, like, that's why I can't put them over, like, Milwaukee's just yet. Mm-hmm. Out that certified go-to. But I still think it's going to come down to Philly and – Still gonna be Philly and Milwaukee, but I hope Philly, oh Philly get right. <laughs> I hope Philly get right, man. I mean, I'm gonna be a, a pull for Philly, but I would put. Why are you doing that? I lose confidence in the Lakers, though. I say that I I lose no confidence. I put. Damn it! I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Them green people is over Philly for me. I can't do it. I just don't trust Jip. I don't trust Embiid. I don't trust him to have his hair right. I trust JT more than I trust Embiid to be a grown man on that court. You know what's so dope about Boston? Well, I should say I'm happy that now the average fan is starting to realize how super nice Jalen Brown is. Yeah. Like, I want to say, I think that high school class when he came out, it might got bigger names than him, but I think Jalen Brown was the number one player in high school that year. Hmm. Or Or was he the let me see. Let me see. ESPN. Yeah, that, that, yep, that was right. It was a 2015 class. Hmm. ESPN had him fourth. He was a fourth rated player in that 2015 class. Okay. Any notable NBAs? Oh, come on. Look at jokes. <laughs> I don't pay attention to high school. I'm really legitimately asking. <laughs> what? Once Trump stopped or left, I think that's the last time I paid attention to high school. All right. But. Number one player in the country that year went to Montvert. That was Ben Simmons. Okay. So, all right. I'll, I'll, let me see. All right, some notables. Let me see how many names you know. <laughs> all right. 
I've said Ben Simmons. He was number one mm-hmm. ranked. Number two ranked on um, 24-7 Sports was uh, Scala BCA. Don't remember Scala? Okay. Mm-hmm. Number three was a kid that went to Duke. Kid from North Carolina named uh, Brandon Ingram. Jalen Brown was four. Cheek Diallo was five. Okay. Diamond Stone. Mm-hmm. Six. Ivan Rad was seven. Malik Newman was eight. Wow. Henry Ellison was nine. You got Jamal Murray was ten. Who was nine? Henry Ellison. Henry was a big that went to uh, Marquette. I think where Henry at now? He might might be a little more. <laughs> think about it. That uh, was he in Charlotte? Whatever is he, he not in the boat. I don't okay. think. But it's, it's a couple, couple guys. Yeah, I know everybody except for like two people, maybe three. Like, like. Donovan Mitchell was in this class. Okay. Um, Bacon, Dwayne Bacon is in this class. Alonzo Trey is in this class. I'm just naming guys in the league now. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen Brunson, Luke Kennard. So, so else? Why don't I feel like Luke Kennard been in the league for like forever? Mm-mm. Malik Beasley in this class. I feel like Beasley been in the. No, that's Michael Beasley. Malik Beasley. DeJounte Murray is in this class. Yeah. Yeah, some okay. some solid guys. But damn. But Jalen Brown, man. Super, super nice. And it's it's at the point where it's like if one of them are off, the other one gonna step up. Mm-hmm. Like the first game, Tatum couldn't hit nothing. Jalen Brown ain't getting busy. And then the other night, some, last night, Tatum was just like, look, bro, y'all gonna get this work. Yeah. I cut this cut this curly top off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving everybody in front of me buckets. Yeah. He ain't had no cut cut. Yeah, that's enough. I'm just trying to think about Boston and their legitimate chance of how close I think they are to winning the East. I understand. But, you know what's funny? I'm watching, like, watching Milwaukee yesterday. I think Mike Budenholzer is a, is a, is a great coach. Mm-hmm. Solid coach. You know, they're the number one um, defensive team in the league. He and Nick Nurse won the um, Coach of the Year, Co-Coach of the Year. For um, what? They won Co-Coach of the Year for NBA Coaching Association, something like that. I seen earlier. Nick should got that. Nah, nah, that's Nick's. That's Nick. Nick Nick should win Coach of the Year. He won it last year, right? I think so. He should win it again this year by himself. Hell no, nah, nah. Everybody that broke Toronto off. Yeah, like, they did. Like, come on. Like, nah, Nick got that hands down. 
Yeah, it was it was some type of coaching association that, that voted them close. Gotcha. And I think it was somebody else that was like one vote away from time with them. Gotcha. But I'm watching them, right? And they're a great defensive team. But I didn't understand the strategy against Houston. Now, I'm, I'm a guess and say because they didn't have Bledsoe and um, Pat Connaughton. Mm-hmm. Because they was out two guards, maybe they didn't run the Rockets off the three-point line, per se. But I was a little confused. Like, I, I seen how, like, early on, when Harden got the ball, they, like, he had the attention of four players. Mm-hmm. And, it, like, it seemed like the, the mindset was not to let Harden penetrate. Forcing the dish it. That's what it seemed like, right? Mm-hmm. But when you look at the Rockets' small ball lineup in their, in their typical set, they have it whereas everybody on the floor can shoot a three. Everybody. Mm-hmm. And you would think, all right, we can run them off the lines in front of them to our bigs. We got Lopez brothers. We got Giannis. Mm-hmm. You know, we got... Um, got the other big man he could bring out the bench as well like we got some trees inside so why not front of, you know run them off the line but for them to shoot what they shot 60 some threes yesterday yeah maybe 20 they hit like damn it they like a little bit over half of them I'm like y'all know this is their game plan <laughs> why you not trying to force them away from their game plan I didn't get it Everybody know he's gonna shoot a lot of threes, so it should have definitely been your game plan to run him off that line. I, I didn't get it. Now and and then like it could have got ugly if James ain't have a bad night. James had a bad night, and then I thought it was dope down the stretch. Even with all your trees inside, Russell Westbrook showed you when I want to get to the rim. I put my head down and go, ain't nobody getting in my way. Mm-mm. Not even Giannis. Like, mm-hmm. I showed you that down the stretch. I'm like, boy. Yeah, Russell Westbrook going downhill was similar to LeBron going hell. Just get out of the way. We won't get a poster. Like, there's no stopping him. There's too much athleticism, too much explosion. Said, uh, Dame has officially added emo shots to his arsenal. Yo, emo shot, <laughs> emo shots. They deflate opponents. They do. So, but he always had that though. <laughs> like, and I, I'm glad he brought that up because um, I was watching uh, Pat Bev on um, JJ Reddick's podcast like last week sometime, and Reddick asked him like, "Who's the toughest to guard?" But for um for him. And he said Dame Lillard was the one guy that made him go to his trainers like, yo, I gotta get stronger. Mm-hmm. Like, Hold up, no, I might gotta get faster. Like I don't know what it is, but I got I gotta get better. 
He said the reason why Dame is so tough is because he in that office where they welcome him to shoot those 35, 38-foot shots. Because mm-hmm. he hitting them like it's nothing. Right. He hitting them with step backs from that deep. Like, <laughs> who the hell runs a pick and roll at the half-court line? He come around, you know what, I'm going to shoot this now. Like, <laughs> what? That, with his size, his strength, his handle, oh, that's a tough assignment. That's super tough. And I, yeah. I understand, team. Well, he he hit that joint. You look at the bench and say, bro, what you want me to do? Yeah, like, <laughs> ain't nothing you can do when you ain't putting up shots from where you ain't even set your defense up yet. I guess yeah, there's nothing I, you can do with that. I can't, can't do nothing about it. You, let me just, you know, <laughs> take my lump and keep going. Right. Hope he missed <laughs> at this point. And he practices, so I ain't like he's shooting it like it's a regular three. Right. <laughs> Say this about um, WNBA before we get too far. What I seen from Sabrina before she got hurt. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Oh, he's not special in this league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She tough. She tough. Hopefully, she she grabs that. The second game? Yeah, she had like 33, 8, and 7 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it was like, yo. Crazy numbers. Yo. What, did they rule her out for the, uh, for the season? No. Um, she had a month. It was a grade 3 injury spring. She said it was at least a month. So she's still in the bubble rehabbing. All right. All right, because I got to ask you this, because I'm looking at it from both sides. So, um, Eagle Dollars tweet mm-hmm. about, uh, what's it like? Was it Ariel? Yeah, Ariel Powers. It's Powers. Yeah, Ariel, Ariel Powers. Powers. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get. All right, when I first read the tweet, I'm thinking, all right. I'm like, all right, she being, I think she was being, I thought her response was petty, but I thought it was a shot. Like, I thought she felt that way on something he previously said. Uh-huh. I mean, it had to be more to it. Because right. what he said, I didn't deem as disrespectful. I took it another way. I, I did deem it as disrespectful for the simple fact that she didn't have the, um, he didn't have the wherewithal on the same, like she said, on the same device you took the time out to tweet. And, again, Iguodala didn't have to take the time out to tweet. So, that's respect even in, to go that far. But on the same device that you're using to tweet, you can use Google and see who 23 is. Like I saw, say, with Justice. The nigga name was Justice. I'm looking up Justice on that roster. I'm like, no, that ain't his name. I forgot who it was, but I took the time out to look it up. So you can take that that extra step. There'll be like 23 mystics and her name is going to come up. (laughs) All right. So I I get what you're saying. And I I chalk it up to the the day and age we're living in 
and why that should have been the the politically correct thing to do, and why the tweet was deemed disrespectful. Like it's, it's twelve people on a basketball court. I'm on a screen on a basketball roster, and they like it's fifty three like um, NFL. NFL. I get it. All right, <laughs> but that's it. like me tweeting out or someone who who's not familiar with basketball at all tweeting like, "Oh yeah, number nine did that MVP." When um, Iguodala got it. Like the average fan ain't gonna know what Iguodala is. <laughs> all right, so I, I get what you're saying, but when it comes to straight basketball on the court. Mm-hmm. How many times have you watched a game and you see somebody going off and say, yo, 13 out there killing? For a high school game, yeah. I don't have I don't have that roster. Huh? Say for a high school game, yeah, I don't have that roster. Or an AAU game. Even the NBA, like are you saying justice? Like you say, what the hell is justice? Like, yo, justice going on. Let me see who just like who is Justice's real name? Like, I, I get it, but it's to me it wasn't disrespectful. Like even even when KD tweet, KD know who Brad Ingram is. Mm-hmm. He said fourteen out there is different. Right, and I, I thought that was you know him taking up for a teammate. I I didn't think anything of it when he did that because I just felt, like I said I felt like he's taking up for a teammate and but, just showing but, that people do the same thing on an NBA game. Right, but even even like. Like, at certain points, some, you can't be as sensitive. Right, I get it. I understand what you're saying. Because it's like, it's, it's like, yo, if, if Andre Udala didn't, like, he could have he been saying that tweet in the same vein as KD said, 23 for the Mystic is nice. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing. Nice. This is the thing, though. People don't disrespect NBA and say it's not a real league. These WNBA players are fighting to be recognized as a real league and to have that support of the NBA. So to say 23 is is pretty much like what they're fighting against with like equal pay and whatever. Not equal pay, excuse me, not equal pay, but better pay. Better pay. Yeah. And then, and then on top of it, his timing was wrong because what was that the second game of the season, first game of the season, mm-hmm. and the whole thing with the season is say her name, right? <laughs> so obviously we're talking about Brianna, but we're talking about you can use that as a double entendre if you will. But yeah, you can use that as a double entendre for for the WNBA, like exactly. You're a so, basketball fan, you'll watch the WNBA, but other people don't like people who don't think. Um, Becky Hammond as a real coach. Like, no, nigga, the game is the game. I don't care because he's a female when she played the WNBA. Right. The game is the game. Basketball is basketball. Right. <laughs> I just I just feel like, come on, yo. Come on, Aaron. Like. But, like I said, I, get what, I, I, I do honestly get it on both points, but I, I think Iguodala at the time was wrong. And I don't. Maybe he's watching the game on me, like I was doing with the. um. Like most people. Like I was watching the game with the, um, I said light skin, yo, at the line now. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. And I can't hear the announcer say his name. Right. And as soon as I said Michael Porter, he's like, oh, yeah. 
So yeah, maybe he was watching it on, on mute or was in the meeting or whatever. Didn't really pay attention to the TV, but see her going off. Because I'm, I'm quite sure I if she's going off like that, they they mentioning her name. The announcers. And, and the reason I would agree and say it was wrong, only because of the fans' reaction. Now, I can say the fans, but, well, I'll use that term loosely, the fans. Because typically people use social media for ne- negativity. Yeah. Period. It's my own comment on, on public pages. Or I'll comment yeah. and I'll delete it. If you ain't negative, you ain't using social media right. That's that's the, the average person. That's how, that's how it goes. But you know, to see the people comments like, "Oh, um, you should be lucky." Uh, Eagle Dollars watching like, like is she? I wonder if the ten other WNBA fans are offended by Eagle Dollars said like just little mm. petty stuff to those shots. Like man, that's that's. For people like that, that's why Eagle Dallas should have took the time out and say, you know what, Ariel Powers or tweet like editor, like, yo, mm-hmm. Shorty get busy, like Shorty nice. Mm-hmm. And then if you watch a play, like, he ain't saying nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah, Ariel yeah. Powers nice. Yeah, she that. She a champion. Like <laughs> Yeah, she that for sure. Are they defending champions? I can't remember. The Marks will be the defending champions. Can't remember when, when the Mystics won it. Like These years are starting now. No, hold up. Did the uh they won it the same year as the um the Nationals? Nationals was it? Or was it the year? Or was it the Capitals? I can't remember because Washington won three championships. <laughs> I think it was. I think it went Caps. I think it went Caps. Um, Caps, Mystics, and Nationals. Okay. I think it went that way. Okay. Because the Nationals was the most recent. That was like last year, right? Yeah, Nationals are the defending champs. Yeah, so I think I think it went that way. Yeah, we opened up. Yankees opened up opening day in Nats when they were, you know, that was their time. Mm-hmm. While we're speaking about baseball, real quick, that boy Aaron Judge. I don't know what it is. That boy Aaron Judge on this MVP shit right now. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't know who that is. Aaron Judge, number 99 for the Yankees, is on his MVP tip right now. Five straight games with a home run. They playing right now? They playing right now. They tied 1 1 with Philly. Let's get Aaron Judge. Last, last night, he had two home runs against the uh, Dead Sox. One of them was the game winning home run. Hold up, Al. Hold up. You say he won his MVP? Mm hmm. What am I reading? Try straight game. <laughs> hold up, hold up. Oh, you say he's, he's just starting it? This season, he's, he's fighting for MVP. I said five straight games of a home run. A couple of I those games was multiple home run games. He got in eight games. He got six, six home runs, yeah. nine hits, and batting average of two ninety. So if it ain't a home run, I mean that's that's the Yankees, though. 
Like, that's been the Yankees for the last three years. We boom a bust. We either scoring 10 or we scoring 2. Like, <laughs> ain't no. Shucks, 31 at bat, 6 homers, 14 RBIs. Batting 290. That ain't too much to it. Like, <laughs> 9 hits. Between him nine, and, and, and uh, Giancarlo Stanton. If they ain't hitting home runs, they striking out. Like, he ain't too much to it. Yo. Yo, this is sad. I need to actually look at baseball. I need, I need to do better. Because back in my time, I could look at the Russ and be like, I know this face. I know him. I know him. <laughs> I don't even know who this is. I thought this was Aaron Gordon. They I look, look similar. Gordon. They really do look similar. 1-6-10, 1-6-7. Yeah, they look similar. Yeah, six seven two. He could be Aaron Gordon. Sure. Like, wow. What? Well, uh, let me see Nelson Cruz numbers. I know. I hate looking at Nelson Cruz. I hate the fact that when I Google Nelson Cruz, the first picture I see is him in that black and orange. I hate that. <laughs> oh, it makes me. Oh, yo. As a, a Baltimore resident, not even an Orioles fan, I hate that for y'all. Yo! <laughs> I really do. I really hate that. <laughs> Yo, to be totally honest, that probably was the last time I watched baseball consistently. That season, I don't understand how Melly ain't get a contract that season. Man, why ain't? That's another thing. When I was watching the Yankees play the Orioles. I don't know anybody on the Orioles. <laughs> I don't know, Besides Chris Davis. And Chris Davis didn't play. Mm. Yeah, I was Nelson watching. Cruz I mean, but Nelson Cruz had thirty-four at bats, eleven hits, three homers, twelve RBIs. Walked twice. Bat average three twenty-four. Mm. Crazy man. Damn Orioles. I don't understand. I don't want to see that. But that, that's definitely the reason why I, I can't I don't I can't trust Angelos to, to spend money in the division with the Yankees and the, and the Red Sox. Like these spending money and Angelos got short arms and deep pockets. Unless it's Chris Davis. <laughs> Yo, you ever make a purchase for something and you immediately well after a while, you regret, like, you regret purchasing it. Mm-hmm. Like, so I bought, like, a, a Walmart joint. Chris Davis, like, the Oreos with the, the name on the back and all that. Like a T-shirt joint. Chris Davis one, right? Mm-hmm. This is around the year when he was smacking the homie. Right. I, re- I regretted that purchase so much. <laughs> I went from using it as, like, something like the white, the cars wipe the car down with. Mm. I just threw it away. I said, I don't need, it don't even deserve to touch my car. <laughs> like, I was so hurt by that. Like, yo, you fell off the mat. Like, yeah. I think I seen a meme. I paid, like eight, I paid probably like $10 for that shirt. And I, I was hurt. Like, I think I seen a meme with Darren Williams on there. Like, how you just wake up one day and decide to be trash. <laughs> That's Chris Davis, yo. Crazy, man. I just wake up one day and decide, nope, I ain't doing nothing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Orioles got a 
bunch of brothers on the team. Hold up, cuz. Dwight Smith, Michael Givens, Cedric Mullins, Dylan Tate. Who are these brothers? Mm-hmm. You know, I might check. When's the next time Oreo split? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, all right. I'm lying. I might check. Yeah, I might check it out. I mean, the, the Yankees game got canceled out. tomorrow, so I'll watch the Orioles. They game got right, canceled for a while. I'm trying to get something on the group that stood out. Kick around a little bit, show the group some love. What's this? Hold up. Thank you, John. Uh, Judge <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Yo. I don't lie. The picture that we faced from the Orioles the first night. Let me look up his name. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, cocaine is a hell of a drug, boy. What happened? I'm sorry, Al. I just seen something. Who the hell posted this? Oh, all right, all right, all right, yeah. Ryan Phillips posted this two days ago. Whoever, whoever Quentin Jones was, he went viral for the wrong thing. He did it on purpose. Probably. If a hit, future will murder Wheezy. <laughs> that's funny. Mm. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Hold up. August 5th. Future would win. Weezy has dedicated fans and definitely made a mark in music, but Future got 20 hits in the last two years. <laughs> All right. I ain't, saying, I ain't saying this because of he nobody, but number 29 for the Orioles because his, his last name got like 17 letters in it. <laughs> Wojciechowski or something like that. I like I like, I want to watch it. I don't know. He look, he did pretty good against the Yankees. But to answer your your Weezy and Future, like I don't think I've heard a single from Future that I don't like. But I've never really listened to his album. It was just something. All right, somebody was playing it. All right, cool. But another was album. Makes sense. And Lil Wayne, I listened to his albums, but. Repetitive, like yeah, truck fit, drugs, women, yeah. But he still <laughs> got it's, it's still kind of laughable. It's not to say future is not won't be a credible opponent, but it's still laughable to think how he worded. Oh, you see my IG post to work. Hold on, I'm gonna do that next to word it. How's it worded? Uh. Future will murder murder Weezy, hit for hit. No. To word it that way don't make sense. No, not murder. Ain't, ain't nobody like, murdering Weezy. Like, come on. <laughs> hit for hit, nobody's murdering Weezy. Like, I don't listen to him, but I'm, I'm pretty much guaranteeing that. Hit for hit. No, no one gets murdered hit for hit. Period. Unless 
I think this Rick Ross unless, and wait, wait, unless unless yeah, yeah ain't no one get murdered here for him. Uh, otherwise, you gotta put other determining factors in it. I think this Rick Ross and Two Chains might get ugly. Well, which way? Rick Ross might get seventeen rounds. Mm. Like fifteen to seventeen rounds might be might be Rick Ross. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking Mercy, Birthday, and right. I'm different. <laughs> like, those right. three. Like, I'm, maybe those three a win. You forgot about Riot? I don't even know what that is. I'm going to start a Riot? You know Riot? Oh, you know Riot. Duffel Bag Boy. What about that one? Depends on what you put it up against. Duffel Bay Boy saying, against I, like Aston Martin music. Aston Martin music got it. Why, wait, 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 wait. I get what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying, but I, I don't see it getting ugly. I think that man would get ugly. I don't, I don't see it ugly. Like when I sat down and looked at the match, I'm like, yo, that's, that's actually not a bad, that's not a bad team to go at. It. That ain't bad at all. You listen to the riot? Yeah. <laughs> you sound like a strip club joint, though. This is, this is strip club. I'm back in Magic City. I'm with Lemon Pepper Lou. Wait. <laughs> it's a smash. <laughs> you say strip club. I say club, period. The dance floor is different when that joint drops. All right, what's what would be Ross' uh, final blow? His death blow? Depends. I mean, you got. I don't. I don't know much of Rick Ross, but you got. Um, not push it. What's the the first hustle. The hustle? And you also got BMF. Low money fast. That ain't, that ain't, that ain't, no. I don't know much about Ross, though. Like, I don't know his, I mean, his hits, but I know he got a bunch of them. It's just yeah, I'm, I'm, ridiculous. Yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> but I think, I think, um, I feel like, he, I feel like his whole career, he's been chasing the ghost of hustling. I mean, that hit so hard that it was like, he got he got some dope songs, but I think that one might have been like his biggest hit. I ain't like this. I heard a remix. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, whole oh, make me like it. I listened to that joint so many times. JD, Jay Z different. <laughs> Jay Z listening to Jay Z so many times on there. I was like, you know what? I'm doing Rick Ross a disservice. Let me listen to the first one. <laughs> Two, I would say I listened to. I can't. I listened to a Rick Ross album in its entirety. I can't remember which one it was. I think I had Teflon done. I think I downloaded that because I like BMF so much. I can't remember which one it was. Then that's the only one I had. It. Like the two chains joint with the. Uh, with the two chains on the album cover, on, on the 
picture of his neck. Yeah. That album, what's it called? Um, I forgot the name of the album. What is that joint called? That joint was hard. Oh, no, change the recent joint. What's that? Um, rapper go to the league. Yes. I actually like that one. That was hard. I actually like that one. I did like that one. That was hard. Based on a true story, that was hard. Uh, Rapper Go to the League, I thought was super dope. And um, I I ain't really hear, well, Pretty Young Trap Music, that was like a, I thought that was for the ladies. Yeah, it's a pink album. I ain't even start. Right. I just let it ride. It's a vibe. Ooh, 4am. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I ain't like the it's one with him and um him and Drake. The album that they put together. Him and Drake. Him and Drake did a collab album. I don't know. I might listen to that another time. I'm funny when it comes to Drake, yo. Um, here's the thing. Here's my theory. Some stop, like how styles make fights in boxing. Styles make hits to me sometimes. Like, damn, I, I got it. I'm sorry. What do mind? Like, there's a couple of songs by two artists that I don't like, but when you put them together, it sounds good. What's that? Like, um. I'm trying to think. There's a couple of songs like um, Lord knows. I got one. Drinking, um, drinking, and Rick Ross. Um, Lord knows. I think it's off Drake's second album, maybe. Okay. But that beat goes so hard, and then numb too. And I don't particularly like listening to him, but right. that Just Blaze beat yeah. with them two on it kills. Their styles make that beat even harder. So, so, <laughs> so like Wayne and Drake. You like you like bedrock. It was a little bit too pop for me, but it was alright. Alright. <laughs> alright, so you your five versus battles. Mm-hmm. You put up I see you put them on the IG. Yeah. Um and this is just like people that I think would work well together with like mad respect. And it won't be disrespectful, and I'm not be, pulling for either either side at all. <laughs> it's gonna be a dope party. Yeah, it would be it would be a party. So five was drinking Lil Wayne. I don't have a horse in the race at all, and I would love to hear their catalog of what they think is their best twenty songs. And I'm probably gonna guarantee you there's a, at least six on each side that I haven't heard. Wow. Because I just don't listen to them like that. I'm quite sure there's like six songs that they put out. Maybe like Weezy was pulling out like twenty mixtapes a year. I'm quite sure that at least six that he's gonna pull off a mixtape that I had. Four G's and your tip. I'm a fan of both of them. Like there's if, if you ask me who's better, I couldn't tell you. I'm a fan of both. <laughs> I couldn't tell you for a different reason. There's something about uh, Young Jeezy voice. And the the 
pro- the production that he choose, it clashed for me. Except for like maybe like two or three songs, it's like wow. I don't hear this shit. It's too it's too noisy for me. Besides Scarface, Tip is my favorite rapper from the South. But if I'm working late, I'll go between listening to Jeezy and listening to Nipsey Hussle. Both of them give me motivation when I'm working late. Mm. <laughs> they both keep me up. Mm, mm, mm. So I, it's like two different moves, and I'm a fan of both for that because it's right. two different things for me. Um, three, Rockham and Big Daddy Kane. Again, Rockham is top three for me, but I love Big Daddy Kane. Big Daddy Kane is in my top ten. <laughs> um, Black Thought, my favorite lyricist. And Tyler Kweli, I feel like people sleep on how good Kweli's albums have been. Right, and it's right. not a hit battle. This is a, right, a yeah, appreciation. This is appreciation of lyrics battle. <laughs> All right, I'm about to say that's that's like Badu and and Jill. <laughs> yeah, they ain't get to they hit some like album like hour three. <laughs> <laughs> the first two and a half hours, we were just listening to their yeah. their album cuts. <laughs> they bother. But yeah, for them two, they're like two of like my favorite lyricists in the game. Obviously, Bad Thought being my favorite lyricist. Sometimes favorite rapper, period. But Kweli mm. has slept on, on his discography and how great his discography has been since he got murdered on um, Blackstar. <laughs> he got murdered on every time with Blackstar, even though it's one of my favorite albums. Him and most of just, they, they can't compete. Most of them win the same thing. And then lastly, Red Man, Method Man, Party. Red Man got a better discography, but nobody is outflowing meth at all. Mm. And you got meth that can pull from his woo verses. The only caveat to me is black the two blackout albums and how high is off limit. can't pull out something they've already collaborated on. I have that. I understand. But give me I'll Be That versus Bring the Pain. <laughs> give me um, The Goodness versus I don't know what's going on. Match Triumph first or Pop, um, The What verse versus <laughs> You know, I mean, I'm like, I, I, honestly, I can't pick between. I go back and forth between Great Man and Method Man. It's who I think is better. They're both in my top ten. One is seven, one is eight. Just depends on what day. That's a that's a strong five. It's a real strong five. Don't I'd be grateful to culture. For me, this is just can't. Can't lose. You just celebrate, and we listening to good music. And then the, f- mm. the number five is me learning about artists that people think are great. That I have respect for. I respect Drake. I just don't listen to him. I don't particularly like his music, musical sound. <laughs> Lil Wayne, I respect, but I, it became re- repetitive, and I stopped listening to it. Gotcha. can't listen to Drake albums. Maybe like one or two. 
Bobby. He got one. I think it's called nothing worth the same. That might be the one I'm thinking about. The he likes sitting at the table. No, that's 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 a second album. The Lord knows one. Hmm? The one where he's sitting at the table is Lord, the one with Lord knows Take on. Take care. Take care. I can't think of the name of it. I just know Lord knows is on it. <laughs> I like that one. Man, that's 2011. Mine is nothing. I thought that that Scorpions was trash. I can say trash, but yeah, I say trash. For based on how many songs on it, how many was actually good, I say it was trash. Yeah. People don't people don't do that ratio as much as you would think. People like you got six songs on here that go. I'm like, yeah, but right. it's like a 24-track album. That's <laughs> like 25%. Right, like, people ain't understand it. Like, yo, I'm skipping a lot of songs. Like, it just is what it is. Like, this is what it is. It ain't memorable. Yep. Skip that one. Skip that one. All right, that's a good one. Skip. That's a good one. But is that the one where Jay-Z had that verse where it was like, y'all kill acts and let Zimmerman live, streets is done? Is that on Scorpions? Could be. Cause I found your whole verse on that one. Damn, that won't make me keep coming back to this Drake album giving this nigga streams. Pleasure track for me. I ain't let nobody know I was bumping it, but that, that, that's your way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at this at this Ross list, y'all. I'm gonna have it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be so much fun. I think it's gonna get ugly. I think Ross gonna do the two chains with Beanie thought uh, Ross would do with, with Tip. <laughs> hmm? Did you hear the, the Beanie sequel was in the barbershop and he made a um. A video talking about what verses he wanted to see, and somebody in the barbershop said Ross and Tip, and he was like, "Nah, Ross is going to destroy Tip. Ross will murder Tip." And I'm like, "What? What are you?" <laughs> to me, that's a good battle. <laughs> to me, it's a, it's a great battle. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, ain't gonna destroy it. To me, to, all right. But yo was like, yo, he'll just straight destroy him. I'm like, what? Do you listen to Tip? <laughs> no, 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 Al, don't get it, don't get it mixed up. We talking hits, we talking lyrics and and all that. Talking yeah. hits. You said we're not talking lyrics. No, we talking hits. But it made it. It's a hit, and it still got lyrics, like. You can't no, take away reason, the team. One reason I say that because you might pull, you might pull an album cut from Paper Trail that wasn't a hit, but lyrically it's. I mean, everything on Paper Trail is fire. Like <laughs> everything on that damn album was fire. Right, that's what I'm saying. But not, not all of them were singles. A good amount of them was. But right. I'm just saying. 
Like that whole damn album was fire. You right. Like I said, I'm I'm more a tip fan. Like I bought yeah. some some hits off of uh, Trouble Man. <laughs> yeah, see, I, yeah, like I'm not a big Rick Ross fan, but I'm looking at these lists of songs. I know Rick Ross got a hell of a ton of hits. To go back to the feature Lil Wayne oh. stuff, like the stuff that Lil, that Rick Ross put with Khaled. Come on, he probably killed two chains off of that alone. <laughs> the best part of the beat but <laughs> mm. it's a vibe mercy the Nicki joint I don't know if people play it but the Nicki joint was chill beat which one, which one is that beat on the trap alright yeah mm. he, he killed that joint fans watching Ooh. I'll be fresh as hell oh. yeah this one be crazy my favorite two chains joint, not even a uh, a single or anything though. What's that? The joint he got with um with Game Ali Boomaye. Crazy, <laughs> crazy. But he might play that. <laughs> crazy. Like that back and forth was dope to me. Crazy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, two changes is just funny. He got, he got a bunch of funny songs. And like ad libs, which would be hilarious. Damn, Ross was on that song too. Now I think about it. <laughs> yeah, he was. He closed it up. <laughs> Yo, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. They should, they should do this in. No, I'd be fatty. Never mind. What? Social distance. I think social distancing. Like, they should do it in the strip club, and it'd be really fitting for both of them. Damn, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if Lemon Pepper Luke can go Magic City, they can draw something in Magic City. <laughs> it's big enough for them. Facts. <laughs> All right, man. Let's see. What, what scores for the game right now? Maybe. Toronto beat Miami, 107-103. I think that's the first game. Pacers um, beat the Wiz, 111-100. Pelicans up by 11 right now. Besides... That first win of the uh, bubble. They needed to win bad. Besides the Clippers and Pelicans, all the games been close, right? Uh, no. No? Okay. For the most part, um, for the most part, all of them been close. But, um... 
another blowout. A couple other blowouts. Okay. But all the national, like, televised games been close. Okay. So, that's the plus. Yeah. I know at first, like, everything was close. Like, two points. Both games. Right. Like, right now, you know, what's that? ESPN was, I said, uh, Pelicans and, and Grizz. Mm-hmm. 11-point game. Pelicans are up a lot right now. I think the next game going to be a blowout, though. Lakers, Lakers and um, Jazz. That should be a blowout. Yeah, we can score. Yeah. Yeah, we can score and, and put clamps on Mitchell. There's might a different score out there, too. That's That's been one thing I would say. Like I would say a disappointment, but one thing I, I noticed about the bubble, well, noticed so far, the Jazz are too high up. Hmm. They rank too damn high. The respect level is too high for the Jazz. Spider Nice, he ain't he ain't there yet. Okay. Spider like Bradley Bill three years ago, four years ago. That's funny. I was about to say Bradley Bill about three years ago. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, that's where he at. That's where he at right now. So it's like he gonna get there if he could continue. If he could get there, but. That's the way he at with it right now. Ain't, he, he, he been an all-star yet? I'm thinking oh, which yeah. mean guards in the East for him to be, I mean, in the West for him to be an all-star. Maybe he did. I feel like I seen him in the, in the all-star jersey, though. Because Dame Lillard be, like, on a bubble. <laughs> He's way better than, than Mitchell. Hold yeah, he made it this year. Who else, uh-huh. right? Yeah, he made mm-hmm. it this year. He was the first time All Star, and um, Bi was the first time All Star. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Steph didn't play. Uh, that his way one. Right. KD not in the West no more. That took away another spot. Okay. Right. Best player in the league. Mm. Hurt. All right. It's been real. Um. So next week we should probably have a little more football talk. Yeah. A little more as training camps. They going through their, um, what you call it? The Patriots might as well just opt out the whole season. Say it again? The Patriots might as well just opt out the whole season. They lose in key plays. Yeah. <laughs> like eight, nine players out already. Yeah, and Devin McCourty is thinking about it. He hasn't made a decision yet. Right. We'll see. We're going to discuss that some more. Um, we did linebackers. We did receivers. Did we, no, we didn't do receivers. Technically, yeah, we, did. we didn't do receivers. No, we didn't. We did. That's the first no, we one did. we started off with. No, we didn't. You know how I know? We talked about a list that was on ESPN. And we discussed that. Wait, because I remember I said, if we talking about, I said, if I had to rank the top five going to the season, it would be different. I feel like we did receivers. We picked receivers. Oh no. Well, we did right. So we did see we did running backs. Did we do quarterback? We did quarterback. Yeah, we did. We did quarterback. We did quarterback. Because I had Russell Wilson and John had um, Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We did quarterback. 
Because he had Brady in it. Yeah. But how the hell you got Brady in your top five? Right. Right. Alright, so. Huh. We did pass rushers. We did Mike Linebackers. Big corners. So I guess left is what? Safety and then the O line? Safeties and tackles. We do tackles. But did you want to say offensive line in the whole? One guy get disrespected for sure. Yeah, we do safety and tackles. Okay. That'll work. All right. All right. Follow us Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at the sideline talk. Al, take us out. Be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. All right, bro. All right. Whatever business you're in, growth isn't just about getting bigger. At ADP, we believe it's about getting stronger by turning data into insights so you can build teams that work as teams. By using our AI technology to help catch payroll errors before their errors. And by keeping ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. ADP helps businesses like yours grow stronger every day. ADP, HR talent, time, and payroll.